Welcome to session three of the Truth Series. Um, I always say that all of my sessions are exciting and all the topics are exciting, but this one is, it's really exciting. It's always one of my favorites because it always gives a lot of good information and insight on a very common area that we all as dancers um, have experienced issues in from at one time or another, and that's the foot foot and ankle. So we're going to talk today about the truth behind foot-itises, foot issues, all things related to the feet. Um, I'm just going to go right into it because I'm just super excited. So you want to know what the truth is? Oh, sorry, by the way, Dr. Alexis here from AZ Dance Medicine Specialist. You guys know I'm in sunny Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and I'm just gonna go back to it because I'm just so excited to talk about foot issues and shed some light on this subject. So the truth about foot issues is that it's not all about the foot. That's truth number one. <laughs> so um, when we're coaching our clients, um, whether it's here in the clinic or online, we educate our clients to know that the foot and ankle area is what we consider a reactive joint. It's a reactive area. And actually, all of your extremities are reactive areas and reactive joints, meaning that anything that goes on in any of those areas, and by extremities, just arms and legs, if you've got an issue in any of your extremities, it's more than likely reacting to something more centralized, AKA something coming from the core. If you're getting tired of hearing everything linking back to the core, well, that's why it's called the core <laughs> because it is the source. It is the foundation of movement, of function, of your uh, neuromotor type life. So if something in the core isn't going right, it's going to feed and trickle out into the extremities. And that's kind of why I conceptually explain it to my clients as your arms and legs are reactive joints, reactive areas. So truth number one is whenever there's an issue going on in the foot, you've definitely 100% got to think and know that it's reacting to some sort of breakdown somewhere in your core area. And like the key is to kind of narrowing down and figure out, figuring out what part or what area within the core um, is the part that's kind of offline, um, breaking down just a little bit that's causing the foot issue. And the reason I keep saying foot issue and not necessarily narrowing it down is because we're saying all these different conditions and all these different symptoms and it's all the same thing. Um, if you follow us on social media or have seen any of our videos on our YouTube channel, then you've probably heard me talk about booty toe, which is basically the connection between a breakdown somewhere in the lower core area a lot of times it's the glute, which is where I get the booty part from, and the toe representing like the foot ankle area. So whenever, I'll go ahead and rattle off the common ones. Um, flexor hallucis longus tendonitis or FHL tendonitis or big toe flexor tendonitis, plantar fasciitis, cuboid syndrome, um, Liz Frank sprains, metatarsalgia, Morton's neuroma, um, Let's see, what else? I'm trying to think, uh, stress fractures in the foot. Um, any other type of um, tendonitis or inflammation in the joint area or in the foot and ankle area. All of those are just, their specific symptoms or their specific areas in the foot and ankle that have kind of broken down a little bit. Oh, Achilles tendonitis, posterior tib tendonitis, 
um, uh, flexor digitorum, uh, tendonitis, bunions. Um, you didn't know bunions was a condition, did you? <laughs> um, but they are, they're a functional condition. But any of those like foot issues or things going on in the foot, it's just really just foot is kind of breaking down a little bit because something in lower core more than likely has broken down a little bit. So that's your truth behind your foot issues is that it's not all about the foot. The foot is reacting to something breaking down or kind of offline coming up from above. So where can those locations be? A lot of dancers, it's in their glute. It's in their glute max. And I'll tell you why it's in their glute max a lot. This is where we as um, dance instructors, so if you're listening to this as a dance instructor, a choreographer, or an educator, um, this is for you. Historically, we've had this tactile habit, and this is not to blame because I've experienced it. I used to do it when I was a younger teacher, so this is not blame, but this is kind of identifying some reasons and therefore some opportunities to do better. We've had this historical habit of um, poking in the glutes when we're talking about trying to activate the rotators, but not really digging deep to making sure that the uh, dancer is actually targeting or actually being able to activate those rotators, which are under the glute max, but we're poking on the glute max. Or, you know, if in our generation, some of our teachers used to do our little slap on our glutes, like on our butt, and tell us to, you know, tighten up our rotators or tighten up our butt cheeks. Um, but there's a missing link. Um, there's a missing specificity as to how, because we're saying that to try to get our students to activate their rotators. But we're not exactly explaining it. We're not giving quite the right tools to get them to activate the right um, muscles. And so they're guessing. And the guessing just ends up in, with them just crunching and clenching on their glute max all the time to the point of like exhaustion and insufficient um, performance of the glute as a hip extensor, as a lower core stability and supporter. So when it starts breaking down in terms of function, when it starts not being able to do that, then the body calls on other areas or starts looking for other areas to pick up the slack in terms of providing a little bit more stability, providing a little bit more uh, push force. I always say that your glutes are your rocket ship to send you up into space or send you up into the air. So I'm always asking kids like, do you got enough gas? Got enough gas in your glutes, in your rocket ship? So if our glutes don't have that rocket ship power, then the power has to come from somewhere else. And sometimes we over push and over utilize our toes um, and our foot muscles because our body knows that we dance, they know that our foot and toe muscles work, so they just go to they just go to town, overworking, overworking to compensate for um, glutes that have broken down. Uh, lower core rotators, so internal, external obliques, transverse abdominis, which has a little bit of action for uh, rotational stability and rotational strength. So when those kind of fall offline, again, the um, foot and ankle goes to town trying to overwork to either produce rotational force or resist. A lot of times it goes more into action to resist some type of rotational force. That's where we get a lot of stress fractures. That's where we get a lot of the stuff, um, your neuromas, your metatarsalgias, your sesamoiditis, the things kind of like in between the toes and stuff like that. It's because the foot is working too hard to resist rotational forces. Um, side note, the differences are from, from an AZDM standpoint, where we're like talking to people when we're coaching our, our teacher clients or talking to our clients in the clinic. Um, 
functional strength is the ability to produce enough force to produce a movement. So are your muscles strong enough to produce a movement, to do a kick, to do a turn? Functional stability, so you just heard me talk about rotational strength and rotational stability. So in, in the larger term, functional strength is the force to produce a movement. Uh, functional stability is enough force to resist a movement or resist an outward force. So for balancing, um, for not giving way into too much rotational force within a turn, um, things like that. So when you hear me talking about strength versus stability from a functional perspective, those are the two uh, definitions and those are the two perspectives that I'm coming from. Um, so going back to booty toe, going back to lower core, why foot issues can kind of pop up because somewhere in the lower core is broken down. We talked about glutes possibly being a culprit, and then we talked about um, transverse abdominis, uh, internal and external obliques um, being a culprit um, for rotational stability. And then just for general stability, just kind of like balance, standing up straight, stuff like that, you can look into back extensors and back stabilizers. Those can kind of, again, kind of trickle and break down. Those actually might have a upper lower core relationship. So now we've gone from toe to lower core to an upper core breakdown. Those are your kids who get really wonky after they get the braces. I'm sure you've heard me talk about that before. Um, or if you, again, if you follow our social media, we always talk about um, kids having teeth pulled, braces, Invisalign, wisdom teeth, root canals, anything that happens like in this area, a lot of time changes the tension in the upper jaw. And if you've seen those anatomy pictures with the back extensor muscles, all you see are just three or um, two long bands on either side of the spine going from the back of the neck, which we circle around is kind of in the jaw area, goes from the back of the neck all the way down to the bottom of the spine right by the pelvis. So if there's issues of instability up here, which happens when we have dental work, surgery, and you have a, the breathing tube, you're intubated. Um, when you have instability up here, a lot of times it trickles down to lower core instability. And then again, toes go into overuse to the point of exhaustion or dysfunction to try to compensate. So there you go, guys. There's your truth about foot issues. It's not always about the foot. It's really actually about the foot. Foot and ankle conditions and foot and ankle area, they're reactive areas and reactive joints. So when you have things going on that, in that area, make sure that you're looking at your core. Don't forget that there can be an upper to lower core relationship sometimes, especially along the back extensor muscles because that's one long band of muscle along each side of the spine. And if there's a problem at the top, there's more than likely a uh, problem at the bottom. Consequences, when we focus too much on the foot, and we don't fix the problem, which is more than likely coming from an upper core issue, just allows the issue to keep happening and the foot to keep breaking down to the point of fracture, to the point of soft tissue breaking down and rupturing, to the point of surgery. But these are all things that can be prevented if they're caught early enough, if your dancers are educated enough to know exactly where the source of the issues are, and if you're empowered to be able to guide them to help them restore the dysfunction in the proper area to take the load off the foot, reduce symptoms, and prevent injuries from worsening later on. So, hope you enjoyed that segment. That's Truth About Foot Issues. Tune in for session number four that's coming up soon. And happy dancing. We'll talk to you guys soon.